0: and welcome to the dizzy vibes podcast i'm ali
1: hey i'm ray ray hi everybody i'm arnie
0: and this is the second episode crazy to think we dropped our episode um friday and we're now at how many streams i think 500 plus and it's still just crazy to know that you guys are listening to us personally for me my voice is being heard around the world i think that's a little i'm a little starstruck a little bit
1: no i i'm still (laughs) in shock about the whole thing none of us expected to get the amount of support that we did um and we're just so excited and we've actually been meeting a few new people and making new friends and it really just means so much to us
2: yeah i was not expecting the overwhelming support that came out when we announced our podcast when we released it and people were so happy to listen to it and everything that meant so much to me and it was made me so excited to hear all the overwhelming positive feedback it just made me want to do this
0: even more I couldn't agree more. Like, yeah, I want to continue to do this. And we're really happy that you guys are enjoying this. And we're happy providing this for you. Because, you know, like many of us, sometimes didn't have a lot of people to talk to about certain dizzies, And we hope that this podcast will again, like just help you all, you know, have someone to talk to and also reach out to us. Um, like Marnie said, we've met a lot of people and we would love to meet more. So again, follow us at Dizzy Vibes um, on Twitter. And you can also email us, uh, which is Dizzy Vibes podcast at gmail.com.
1: And I just want to make a public service announcement. That if anybody does Bora Bay edits, picture edits, video edits, please send them to me, Marnie. I am desperate for more. I can always watch them. So please just send them to me. I don't mind. You guys could like spam my DMs.
2: Yes, I have watched Marnie's pin tweet. I watch it three times a day.
1: Wait, that- can I actually say um, something that happened with that pin tweet? So if anybody watches that pin tweet um, that I have on my page, on my Twitter page... I like to make kind of a little bit more steamy type of edits um, in terms of Bot Oinu. And so I have a YouTube premium um, subscription and I download certain videos to make these steamy edits. And I was downloading, I downloaded a 50 Shades of Grey video that I completely forgot about. And when I was, when the fragment for episode six dropped, I was like, okay, I need to make like a small little edit for this video. So I screen recorded the video and what I completely forgot is that when you download a video on YouTube, um, it's just going to autoplay. And this was like five in the morning. So I'm like exhausted, but I'm like, I need to do this edit. I need to do this edit. It stops screen recording. I'm like, okay, perfect. And then I just hear someone tell me, take off your panties. And I was <laughs> my my heart stopped so like i i literally thought like my my soul left my body i was like there's a man outside my window who just told me to take off my panties but it was christian gray it was a video on YouTube and oh my God, like I started laughing so much because I couldn't believe how ridiculous I was. Um, So to anybody who makes edits, just don't make them at 5am because Christian Grey might tell you to take off your panties. And trust me when I say those panties stayed on, but if it was Borobay, I can't guarantee that. I was just going to ask if it was Borobay, what would you do <laughs> in that moment? Ooh,
2: girl, I would have thrown them out the window and myself. <laughs> yes. And so with that, do you guys want to jump into the episode? Yeah, I just want to state
0: first. So I had a theory from last week's episode that we all loved. We wish that Otto was going to be the half sister of um, Elif. Turns out that can't be, um, which I did say, if I was wrong, please at me. And we did get some at. So thank you for letting us know. I guess it's Bora's sister that passed away. So it could yes. be there. There would be blood if that was the case.
1: But yes, and our friend Miriam, we oh, yeah. asked her, we we checked with her and Miriam said, yes, that it was in fact, Boris sister. And we also had another really nice um, listener, La Luna, also let us know that it was Boris sister. So thank you so much, girls. And Abby also told me that it was Boris sister, too. So as much as I wanted that to happen. R.I.P. R.I.P. R.I.P.
2: R.I.P.
0: But knowing Dizzy's, maybe something will be in a jumble and maybe it will happen. But again, like we thank you. I just wanted to bring that to the forefront that I was wrong. I misunderstood the siblings, but I thank you all for letting me know. So now well, we have other theories to talk about, but just wanted to bring that to the forefront.
2: All right, ladies, let's jump in. So where did we left off with my heart breaking? It was my heart was breaking for Bora and his face. Well, as soon as he sees Rizgar's face asking asking if she wants to eat and then sees his face behind the door that broke my heart i couldn't stop thinking about it for a week and then we see him just leaving right away and ada chasing after him on a pizza motorcycle and that just goes to show how much i love this show and it's like you don't get more than 15 seconds of sadness jumps back into comedy yeah, but
1: those 15 seconds freaking hurt, man. They stabbed me in the front and in the back and in the butt. I still, I'm still oh hurting from God. it. I thought it was going to be a little bit more dramatic. But
0: like you said, this show can only last to be sadness for five, 15 seconds. I did think it was, I don't know if, I don't know how, what Bohr was getting at this when he said, um, that's like if you saw me with Touche, if Touche was in a, in a bathrobe in my apartment or in my room. I didn't know where he was going with that. Like, was he saying you would be jealous too? So is he referring that Ada does like him? Because I was kind of confused by that.
1: I think that Bora was so like in the moment because when he was speaking to her, he was talking nonstop. Like he was just saying whatever came to mind. So that's what I think. I think he was just he was talking from the heart and just really upset and flustered and frustrated. I really think that if Bora probably was took the time to actually be like, okay, process what just happened. I don't think he would have said that, but because it was in the moment, he was just letting everything out okay that kind of makes more sense now
2: yeah I agree because even when he was giving his speech to Ada like he was just he wasn't even talking about Ada he was just talking about like this is finally to give him chance give himself a chance to love when he was telling Ada to give himself a chance he was really saying like for him to give him- give himself a chance and I think he was so overcome with jealousy I think he forgot for a second what their actual relationship was at that moment
1: oh most definitely yeah I'm like this I mean he's the boss you know and A boss wouldn't just show up at your house late at night, say that they're wrong. They're going to wait for you the next day. You know, they're not going to go out of their way. So this man is completely in love with her. And I agree with Ray Ray. He just completely forgot about like the relationship and professionalism. And
2: he just spoke from the heart yes but then we have my queen Ada she doesn't she doesn't stay back and just like wait for him to get the picture she goes after him and chases him on the back of that motorcycle and makes sure she does not go away until she gets hurt out and one of my favorite parts about this is how like I swear to god Ada reminds me of people in my real life when when she tries to pay the guy and he's like oh, I don't have any change. She's like, huh, you got your tip, didn't you? And that's just like people in my real life. That's just, <laughs> it is. And it just goes to show how relatable she is as a character. Mm-hmm. I love her so much.
0: I wish I had her confidence that moment because she was just like, I'm going to jump on this motorcycle. I'm going to follow Borobei, And then she's like, hey, Borobei, like you want to eat pizza? And he's like, did you not just realize what we just went through five minutes ago? And she's like, no, let's just talk. She had so much confidence in that moment.
1: That's when they have that super cute. Pick what was it, like a park night scene? And oh my god,
0: I just loved it. Do you remember what you what you thought that was? Everyone thought thinking it was milk, but it was actually oh is my iron. God. How do you say that? Iron. I iron. It's like a yogurt drink.
1: Yeah. So I, I called Ali and I, and I we had like a little conversation about this, and I told her I said how I mean I I mean I'm sure that their stomachs are used to that, but here like in America we don't usually drink yogurt or something like that with pizza and. in my 20s and my body's not the same as it was when i was like in my you know middle school or high school so i know that if i were to eat pizza and drink that like i my butt would have been running to the porter potty (laughs) right away and i don't think borabay would have wanted anything to do with me after that because i would have blown it up let me just say that that was a little too much oh no (laughs) Oh, they're going to love it. Oh, oh no. my gosh. <laughs> it's because sometimes, sometimes I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, man. I, okay, hold up. I ate a big <laughs> slice of chocolate cake. Okay, that's probably not the best thing to say right now. But I ate a big slice of chocolate cake, so I have all this energy, and I'm pretty hyper. So, excuse me for what you're about to hear in this episode.
2: It's It's great. It's
0: great. <laughs> that's exactly what you said to me on the phone. So, I'm glad you could say that to our listeners as well. Yeah, so we're eating um, pizza with yogurt, milk drink, basically. My favorite part of that was um, when she drank from the carton and she had the mustache. And Bora was like, you have a mustache. And she's like thinking it's her real mustache. Like, And she's like freaking out and talking and getting nervous. And then he just takes the napkin. He's like, here, and he just wipes it off. Like, super cute. But also, like, I see you, girl, like, been there freaking out over you, like, Your conscious upper lip. Like, I get that, but I thought it was really funny.
2: And can I just bring up something? that happened when he's like oh does this pizza have olives on it and he's like no and she's like how do you not like olives and uh, Ellie I've know I know you've seen How I Met Your Mother yeah no I love that yeah we tweet you t- we, you tweeted that about How I Met Your Mother it's the olive theory it's the olive theory so if anyone hasn't watched the show How I Met Your Mother before there's Todd who's obviously looking to meet the mother of his children and he has this theory about olives where if one someone in the relationship one person hates olives and another person loves olives that means they're the perfect couple i was like oh my god they're the perfect couple because he hates olives they're each
1: other's olives
2: they're each other's olives oh my god and so with that they go on this walk and what um, was with the bare feet can you help me with that
1: because i was like did i miss something with the bare feet grass feels so nice when you're barefooted yeah i don't think there's more than like that's like what it is it's like when especially when it's cold and it's nighttime. And you're walking on grass like it just feels so good. Oh, OK. I thought there was a previous conversation that I missed where like Boro is like, I don't like
0: bare feet like I don't like to be barefooted. And and Oda thought this was a great way to break him out of his like comfort shell. So, OK, that makes sense. Yes, I love to be barefoot, too. So I just wanted to get that clarification.
2: Well, actually, maybe he- I'm wrong and you're right. Why? He is a foot fetish. What are you talking about?
1: Oh, that's
0: true. But it's a more of a heel fetish.
2: it's more of an
1: ada fetish
2: yes (laughs) and so they go around walking their bare feet and then we have these two random people in the in the park you know they're being jerks to ada and bora bay gets all bora bay gets all defensive of ada and i was like yes and he get like his defensive side comes out because he's like this is my girl you're not gonna say anything to her didn't he say she say like
0: oh bora don't let's not get in Like, let's not get in a fight about it or let's not get upset. And he was like, no, that's not. Was that that moment? It was like, that's not how women should be treated or catcalled, basically.
2: So I actually wrote this down. He's like, where Ada is like, hey, I'm you know, you're right when you say I'm with you five minutes later, something bad happens. And he's like, this has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with how you dress or how you laugh. This is all their fault. And I was like, that's my feminist king right there.
0: No, Exactly it's just great to see you know men just standing up for women in that moment
2: but okay
1: as we know ada she's very like feisty and sassy and she doesn't back down right because we've seen her multiple times like want to fight somebody and i just thought it was really sad that when these two men said something she kind of just stepped back which i think is like the reality for a lot of women And I love that Bora was the one to be like, no, we're not going to allow this. I am not going to allow these men to talk about you like that, especially in my presence. And when he like grabbed the guy's hand, his homie like bounced and left him. And the other guy was just like, you know, suffering and Bora's like you're going to apologize to her right now. And so he and he waits, he like turns back and he looks at Ada to get like her permission to let him go and that's when Ada's like l- just looking at him and she's just like so like oh my god he defended me wait what
0: weren't they still talking they no so i forgot something when they were talking didn't Bora say hey i knew about the article i knew you wrote that article that's why he came remember yes yes
2: yes okay So i want to go back to
0: that yeah because we kind of skipped that part but i want to go back to that because he was like we're going to put in the article that you wrote it we're going to write another piece and it's going to say that you wrote it and she basically just sacrificed her name and said um no, don't do that. I, I, I don't want my name written. And he was like, why I came, you know, you wrote it like, you know, you deserve the credit. And she was like, the company's already in like shallow waters or thin ice as it is. I don't want to make it a bad name even more. So I don't, I don't mind. And I was like, I thought that was really nice that she sacrificed like her name and her work for the company in that moment. And I was like, hello, board, Do you see what she's doing? Oh, um, he
1: definitely. Yeah. Because he knows that Ada's dream is to like her biggest dream in life is to become a writer and let me just say as someone who writes myself having your work out there and having your name attached to your work and being proud of it that's everything to a writer so for her to do that for him and to kind of put him first put his company first he very much noticed it and he appreciated it so much
2: yeah and honestly this is the difference between woman and man if that was a man he would have been like insisted he wants his name out there but I feel like women understand it more, look at the bigger picture instead of having an egotistical attitude.
1: Well, okay. I would have to disagree with that because I feel like if it was che and not Ada, I feel that che would have been like, no, I want my name. That's my work. I don't want Ada to, um, I don't want her name under my work. I think it's just more subjective. I don't think it's a a man thing or a woman thing. I just think it's more like depending on the individual. Because I think Bora probably, I I truly think Bora would have done the same thing.
2: I don't think he would have done the same thing, but I see what you're saying because Tuche would have. Tuche definitely would have done that. But I think also Bora is the type to like. Actually, yeah, he would have done the same thing. I take my I take that statement back. He would have done the same thing because. He knows what it's like to fight for the greater good and like fight for his company. But he also does like have a little bit of a ego, ego for problem. sure. Yeah, he, he does have a little bit of an ego problem. So that's why I question whether he would do that or not. Like he wasn't willing to get help from his dad. He would rather get help from some strangers than getting help from his father. So his company doesn't go under.
1: Yeah, also like what it I think it also based on the circumstances, because it was already published. It was already out there. Ada was like you know what no i don't want that reputation to be i don't want the company to get a bad reputation and they're going to look at previous work and they're going to say well did your editor-in-chief really write this or did someone else write it so now they're going to be questioning all of the previous work that has been printed in the past but i really do think that if it wasn't printed then i i do think that Ada would have been like yeah put my name under my work which then we kind of skipped but um It was the moment where
0: Otto was like, how'd you know it was me? That was a really nice moment. And Bora was like trying to hold back like, oh, I kept your paper. But then he like let it loose. Remember that? Oh, yeah, I kept what you wrote. And Otto was like, you kept what I wrote? Oh, yeah. Do you think that Otto is starting to get the hint that Bora likes her? Or is she still like,
2: he's just my boss? I think she sees it a little bit. But I also think she's like clueless. And she's like, no way he can never, he can ever like me. Even though she has confidence, I think her confidence was really broken from when basically with the whole Rosegar situation in terms of men. Yeah, I could see that.
0: She probably thinks like a man like Bora Bay wouldn't like her because of who who she is kind of thing. So she's not. She maybe is seeing it, but she's probably like that would never happen.
2: But I do think like Bora is coming to realize more and more of his feelings. Like he definitely knows he's in love with her, but he's just trying to publicly deny it.
0: Yes, most definitely, which relates to our theory from last week about his past, which we still don't know. Yeah. So then they get back in the car. Um Ada's aunt calls her, who's my favorite aunt. Do we know her what's her name again? I just say Teze, so
1: Nez Nezi Nez
2: Nergis. Nez,
0: nez, 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 okay, I'm just gonna call her Teze, my favorite Teze, because she loves Borebay and I love her. That's my favorite aunt.
2: Yeah, uh, Yes, I Yasamine mean, is just like, she's something else, bruh. <laughs> she's so what all about
0: she... the curse, that aunt. She's all about the curse.
2: She's so afraid of that curse. So where do they pick up from that, Ellie? Uh, so don't they go, they're still at Bora Bay's house, the
0: aunts and the uncle. They're still living it up at Borabe Bay mansion. Which, by the way, that mansion is in Sia Bayash. I don't know if we've concluded, like, knew that or you guys made that connection. But that's the mansion and the house from Sia Bayash. So,
1: I think they just go home, right? Ada's taking a while because Skunk, Butt, Ruzgar- Oh, because she went
0: to get new shoes. They yeah. had to get shoes, yes.
1: Mm-hmm. So, he's in. The- he's still in her apartment, and Ada is telling him she's going to go back with Bora Bay to his house, and she's telling him, I'm going to tell him the truth because- Bora is such an honest man and he's really good. And every time I lie to him, I feel part of myself breaking. And Ruzgar's like, No, you're not going to say anything. And they're just going back and forth and having a disagreement. And Bora, we cut to Bora and he's just in his car and he's waiting. And he's like, You know what? I'm just going to go up there. So Bora goes up there and Ruzgar hides. Ada opens the door. Bora, right away, like he comes in and he just kind of starts scanning the room, and that's when Ruzgar, like he comes out and he's just ridiculous. Like I was laughing so much, but that was more because of the actor, because the actor's pretty hilarious. But
2: I know, I hate the fact that I think he's so funny.
1: And his eyes are, oh my god, his eyes are so beautiful.
2: They are, and he, he's actually really funny. But one thing too is that Ruzgar threatens to tell her aunts if he tell if she tells Bora.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that.
2: He also is like, like I hate how he's so funny, but he's also a cas- classic gaslighter. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, oh, this is your fault. Oh, this is your fault. Oh, this is your fault. And he just gaslights her so much.
1: And then when Rosgar does that ridiculous thing where he's acting like he's drunk and he's just like on the floor crying and howling and I don't know what. And Ada's just looking at him like, really, this is the guy that I'm married to? Are you kidding me? So she's see she's seeing him. Like she sees him now.
2: Yeah, her I don't think she I think her being at the company is more of proving she wants to do a good job than and, and actually like fulfilling her dreams as a writer, than to like for her to break up to Che and uh Rosgar. Like she's I think she's just done with that. She now wants to prove herself. And then it cuts
1: to Bora ada and rusgar outside of ada's apartment bora asks Ruzgar, are you okay like are you okay to go home he's like yes i am but bora's like looking at ada and rusgar like with just suspicion he's just so
2: jealous that's why he's looking at suspicion but also he's it's partly he's so suspicious because he's so jealous he wouldn't pay attention to anyone else like that in their in their company
1: no, he he wouldn't. And I think he's giving Ada a lot. Like he's giving her the benefit of the doubt because Ada keeps making excuse after excuse for various things. And Rosgar being one of them. Like, why is she always around Rosgar at the company? What's Rosgar doing at your at your home? Why are you so involved in Rosgar and Tukche's relationship? She has a lot of excuses for these things. And Bora is a very logical, rational thinker. But when it comes to love, you're blinded. You're you don't see any like you're not thinking with your head, but you're just seeing with your heart. And he is giving Ada the benefit of the doubt because he he's he's falling so in love with this girl.
2: Yes, and honestly, I love to just his reactions. I love to see them. He just wants to prove um, like Ada to himself that Ada's not hiding anything or any or anything like that. But he's also anytime like Ada disappears out of his sight, he like has a breakdown. It's so cute. I love, I love, I think it's okay. I keep forgetting that C's are pronounced like J's in Turkish. So I think his actual name is Aytaj. I think I saw a YouTube video and they pronounced it like that, like
1: I touch, I touch, I touch, something like that. I think closer to how you pronounced it.
2: Okay, because I keep forgetting this C's are actually pronounced like J's, and it just gets me confused. But just his facial expressions and things like that are just so amazing, too. And I just, like, I slowly fall more and more in love with him with every episode. Like, I wasn't that into him in the beginning, like, during the trailer I'm, like, not gonna watch this, but, like, I'm completely obsessed with him now.
1: Ugh, that's thousands of us, girl. Like, there's so many of us. Our group chat, the AdBoy girls, we just, we cannot stop talking enough about Bora, and
2: I I tuck? I touch. It's not I tuck. I tuck? No, because the C's are pronounced like J's in Turkish, like John Yaman. Okay. <laughs> really? That's the only.
1: <laughs> That's well, the name that you
2: decide. <laughs> There's dinar the
0: and AMI Jinar.
2: Yeah, Jinar.
0: Yeah. Oopsie. Um. Are you guys at the office? Sorry, I was taking a break. Are we at the office? No. Oh, um, do you want to oh. cover it? Yeah. So the next morning, right? They go to the office.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And. Bora goes to Tuche and was like, hey, I know Otto wrote the article. Or no, she comes in the office. He's like, hey, I know Otto wrote the article. Basically saying like, hey, Ata not going to put her name out there. It's your name. But like, don't make it happen again. That's what I kind of got from it.
1: Well, he tells her he's saying like Otta was kind enough to put the company before herself. And Tuche surprised about this. But she makes up like this stupid lie about it not being her fault and it being the fault of someone else. And so when Bora asks her, "Well, whose fault was it?" she's like, "No, no, no, it was. It, it's my. It's under my name now, so I'm gonna take full responsibility." But she's not taking accountability at all.
0: Cause that's just Tuche for you. And then Bora Bay gives Ada
1: special pen.
2: Yeah, he gives her a special pen, and that's when we caught. Call- and basically, Ada's just showing it off to Tuche. She just loves to tease her now about the relationship and basically that's where we move to the main plot of the episode which is there is this lady who is running a fake relationship camp and it's a ponzi scheme and Bora wants to go and investigate and he tells Ada hey let let me take Tuche he's tell let's take Tuche and me to like reserve for Tuche and me to go to this relationship camp and that's when Ali comes in. He's like, "Oh, if you're not in love with Ada, why don't you just take Ada with you?" And to prove that he's not in love with Ada, he changes he changes the reservation um to Ada and him.
0: So they're gonna go under yeah. So the plot is to go undercover to expose this lady to write the article, right, in the magazine. Yeah. Um, but during this time, when when Bay is trying to get Ada to go on the trip, um, the guy from the green card office comes to the. To find Tuche and Ada and Roosgar end up in a closet hiding.
2: Yeah, and basically Roosgar threatens Ada when she says she wants to get divorced. And the reason the the green card guy is there and he's just like, I need to find out who's behind this. The We call it green card marriages, but the basically the subtitles call it white marriages, saying who's behind this white marriages. Now we have to pay attention even more to these couples to make sure no one is no one is doing these fictitious marriages and so when the immigration man is there to investigate
1: ada and rusgar go into a closet and are hiding rusgar is threatening ada not to say anything ada saying, no i want to be i want to be honest with borabay and rusgar grabs her by like her forearm when he grabbed her like that, I just remember tweeting, all in caps, like, don't you ever touch our baby Ada like that ever again, dude. I am still so mad over that scene. How
2: dare he lay a hand on our princess. Our queen. Our empress. Our goddess. And that's why he's like, I don't know how to feel about like Red Scar. Because although I think he's a, like, the actual care like the actor who plays him is doing a really good job of playing the funny parts. He's still such a scumbag. He's a
1: skunk, like, a skunk. oh my god. Horrible, 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 horrible. But I love the actor. The actor's good. I love his beautiful eyes. But I will beat up Rosgar.
2: Yes, I will be there with you. No, he's
0: scum of the earth. And I'm just surprised. I'm always, I'm like, Ada, what did you see in this guy? Like, what did you see in this guy? I just don't, I don't get it.
2: I think just because he was the the cool guy on campus and all the girls liked him and things like that, that's why she, like, jumped on that train.
0: I guess, but like, when did his personality start showing out? You know,
2: I think his personality was always there. There's like another theory in How I Met Your Mother when you have so many hot people around you, it makes a person in front of you hotter, and I think that's what happened when she, because he was surrounded by so many women. That's what made that's what made her attracted to him. I guess that's the case.
0: I don't think he's cute, but you know, that's that's for a different debate. Um, they go back to the office. Borabe tells Ada, "Hey, you're coming on the trip with me," and she's like, "What?" He says yes. And then Tuche obviously wants to go because she's psycho and tells Rusegard, you're coming with us too. So it's the gang back together going to investigate this con woman. Correct?
2: Yes. Can oh. I
1: just say this one part? Because I I really loved this part. And it's probably my favorite quote out of the whole episode. Um, and it was when. Ada was packing to go on this trip, and she's telling her uh, Jess Jessamine, um, and she's telling her aunt, hey, like, I'm going to go with Bora, I need you to come up with a lie from my other aunt, because the other aunt, I'm not sure, like, I don't know if she would be upset, but Ada just tells her to, to kind of, like, have her back on this. And so the aunt tells Ada, she's like, you should be with Rusgar, Rusgar is your destiny. Because um, she's real the aunt, like we said, in episode one, the aunt is just terrified of this curse, and she loves her niece so much that she doesn't want her niece to have a horrible life or a miserable life. And that's what she's afraid of. And so Ada tells her aunt, and this is what I loved. Ada says, Teze, I would rather be unhappy with dignity than happy without dignity. Even if I cry, I want to look at myself in the mirror to get up myself, even if I fall. I want to say to myself, come on, girl, you can do it. And I just thought that was so powerful. Like she's choosing herself. She's even if she's going to be miserable, even if this curse really is a reality, she would rather be
2: unhappy, but still have her pride intact. And I'm so proud of her for doing that just because she realizes what's more important. Like she's not giving up who she is in order to be happy. She's still staying out of. And there's a really good edit on Twitter
1: by our friend, a friend of the podcast, Andrea. She did an edit about the stereotypes, women's stereotype, and just how this show challenges those stereotypes and depicts Um, conventional ideologies. So we'll make sure to drop that when we post um, our episode on Twitter, just so if anybody hasn't checked out that video, it's really great. And I would really recommend to watch it.
2: Yes. I really love the
1: edit.
0: No, it it led me to a quote I saw um, this week that said, I'm not going to wait for someone to make me whole. Instead, I'm going to take all of the love I've been giving everyone else. And I'm going to give it to myself. And I think that wrapped up like what she wanted basically in the end of last episode, she was just like at her breaking point. She was done. And she's finally like trying to move on. But again, Ruzgar is just making it so hard for her. But she's getting there. I feel like she is like what she said to her aunt was really powerful. And she's she's trying to like convince her aunt like this is what I want to do. And I don't care. I don't care about the curse again like we, we said last episode.
2: Yeah. And I think also is like always being like uh it's kind of like heavy on her back. And she can never really move on or just kind of let this go until she's fully divorced. Exactly.
0: Um, which then they all go on the trip.
2: On this Leave cult it. retreat. It's, it's a cult. cult retreat, yeah. It's a, a little like, weird. No, it's they're all joining a cult. So basically,
0: they all have to act like they don't know each other. However... Bora and Ada are couple one, and Tuche and Riesgard are couple two. And you see, like Ada uh, walking in with Bora, her arm around him. They're saying Janem and love and all this, you know, fairy tale stuff. And then they have to give, which I thought was weird. And this is how you know it's a cult, like you said, Ray. They have to give away their phones and wallets on the trip, and then yeah. put it in a bag. I was like, okay, cultish. I get it.
2: Yeah, but there's a reason that they had to do that, which we kind of discover later in the episode. And so they t- they took away all their electronics and make them wear weird clothes. And then they just do like a bunch of love exercises where they have to just stare into each other's eyes feel each other's faces and then we see Bora getting lost in her face and he gets lost in the moment as he's touching her face and then Ada finds the scar on Bora's face that only his parents have ever noticed and it was so adorable and cute and I had like 30,000 breakdowns watching this when
1: he was touching her face because it was it was that couple exercise that they did that first night he was so hesitant to touch her like you could see that he was afraid. And when he graced her lips with his finger, he his fingers just kind of like they flinched because he's like, oh my God, like I just touched her lips, which is something so intimate. And then it's Ada's turn and she starts, you know, to blur his face with her hands. And then that's when, as Ray Ray said, she touches the scar and she said, oh, that's from the mul- the mulberry tree. And he's just looking at this girl. Like he is so mesmerized by her. I just thought that scene was one of the most intimate, dizzy moments like in history for me. In my opinion, I just thought it was beautiful, and I probably have watched it a decent amount of times. Where it would actually be embarrassing
2: to say how many times. Yes, and honestly, like I, even though this is such a call, I love these couple retreat stuff so much. They were being so cute, and just I forgot what it's like to just I don't know watch like a romantic comedy and they were just it's just being cute well rusgar and tuche were also
1: doing the exercise and like rusgar was kind of like poking her eyes and she was just kind of being very aggressive with him and in my head i was like man like ada and bora are my romance fantasy that i want in my life and rusgar and tuche are my reality
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, rusgar and tuche just reminded me of this married like this like married couple who have been married for 50 years they were just like, there's no love there anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. They're just dealing with each other. And, like, obviously, the guy, sorry, my thing is, the guy is incompetent. <laughs> and it's like, the, and the girl, and the woman has to tell him, just like, get yourself together. And it was just so funny. And she makes him sleep on the floor. <laughs> yeah when well
0: obviously because that episode what episode when they were camping together and he just obviously just snuck into her room without saying anything was a little creepy and she's like that's not happening ever again so you can sleep on the floor
2: oh uh, girl sleeping on the floor was generous for him she shouldn't have let him into that room
0: so we're so ada and bora are sharing a room and bora's like i'll sleep on the floor and she's like no um i'll sleep I'll it's I'll sleep on the floor. And he's like, no, you don't have to sleep on the floor. And then she's like, we both can sleep on the floor. Or we'll just both sleep on the bed and we'll put a separations between us. And he was like, oh, okay. And he kind of was like, is this going to happen? Oh my gosh. Had a little panic moment. Um, They end up sleeping in the same bed with pillows divided. And And obviously they both can't sleep because they're thinking about one
2: another. And Ada's feeling guilty about lying to Bora about her marriage status. And how do they wake up, Barney? wrapped in each other's arms yes on one <laughs> pillow
1: <laughs> on one pillow, pillow. <laughs> One pillow. oh my god one pillow but no oh my god oh my god hold on we forgot to say while Ada and Bora are having this night together you know gla- stealing glances at each other because they can't go to sleep it's going down at Bora's house with his with the uh, his parents and the aunt and uncle of Ada because one of Ada's aunts is just so turned on by her husband um you know being like kind of like a what was it, like a just interacting uh, with elif yeah like and,
0: a bad fact figure
1: yeah and so she makes like a contraption of some sort i called it um horny oats because i don't I, know what it is i call it this peanut sex, butter
2: i call this sex pudding sex pudding <laughs> sex pudding oh, sex
1: pudding and so yeah. The aunt makes it for her husband because she's like, you know what, like that way my husband can take it and he could be ready to go for the night. But Bora's dad ends up eating it and this man gets wild.
2: He gets ready and he gets ready to rumble.
1: Can I just say I hope um, RTUK
0: find them because they should have fined them for breaking the family structure and for ruining my appetite now with pudding.
2: Oh, Artuk. Those are my buddies right there. Oh,
1: we know it, Ray. We know it.
2: Still have the c synthesis desist letter. They gave me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do afraid. you want to explain why you have a cease and desist letter? Maybe, many might
0: might not know.
2: Um, because one time I impersonated them on Twitter and they got really mad at me. Um, <laughs> it was a
0: scary moment for all of us.
2: And I still think nothing would have happened, but there's international law. But just, you know, gotta be safe. Um, that I had my that I had my lawyers, uh, Sunny and Amber, <laughs> taught me to change it um anyway also one thing i would like to mention about zafa is he is an ad shipper because in the morning when um his wife is just like they're still staying at our house they're like i think they're trying to get ada and bora together and he's like oh really and he just has a look of pure bliss on his face he he's an ad shipper he's a he's the captain he's the captain of our ship bora's dad Yes. yes
0: yes he loves ada and the aunt loves bora
2: Yes, Zafa is on the side of Ed shipping, and we we love to hear it.
1: We love to see it. It's just, it's so good. Like, he sees how good, how, how well Bora and Ada fit, and they fit so well because then they wake up in the morning while Bora does, and his arms are just so tightly wrapped around her, and he's, you know, he's the big spoon in the situation, of course, because she's so small compared to him. And I just want to say, like, it made me so emotional seeing this part in the fragment because this girl was three years in a marriage with no affection and no love from this man who she was giving everything to. And she was trying so hard to be that perfect wife for him. And he didn't see her. He didn't love her. He didn't treat her well. And Laura, he sees Ada. He sees her. And she woke up wrapped in the arms of a man who truly loves her. And I almost cried when it showed that in the fragment
2: because Anna is finally experiencing the love that she deserves and we love to see it and I'm so happy for her but then we have Bora just like waking you up and telling himself to come to his senses I'm like no you're already at your correct sentence that you are in love with this woman you just need to kiss her she's right there just kiss her so hard have you guys seen she's the man
1: yeah okay you know when Amanda Bynes yes. her character is telling like Channing Tatum he's like you if you want to just kiss her just grab her and just kiss her I <laughs> I'm Amanda Bynes right now like just dude just Grab the girl and kiss her oh my god i'm gonna post that on our
2: on our dizzy vibes account
1: hey well there we go people if you see that post just know that we talked about it here yes
2: and ellie and Marty, do you want to take it from here
1: yeah so then they go
0: they get up they wear their little outfits again and they go back to breakfast and so they're sitting with Tuche and rusgard and they're trying to figure out a plan and boros like we have we have to get into her room we have to figure out what's going on so they make a plan where Tuche and rusgard will distract con woman and they'll go into the room well, then they steal her keys. They're talking. They're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so happy to be here, Bora Bay and all them. And we're so happy that you brought us here. Uh, while the lady's talking, Bora steals the keys of her room. And Tuche and Risgard are trying to distract her. They dress up as maids, which I'm like, you already stole the keys. Why do you need to dress up as maids? But okay, dress up as maids. They go into the room. They find that she has basically all the money all their stuff right all their passports everything like that
2: yeah and the big plan is that she takes their passports because she wants to um she basically opens up loans in their names and then what happens is these people's houses is houses end up getting seized because they can't afford to pay back the loans that were taken out in their names so we go from there then they go back to one of yeah, those- they
0: escape the room. They escape the room.
2: They escape the room and then Bora Bay gets really close to Ada and he's just like breathing in her face and it was so hot and I was like, "Yes, get closer. You're only 6 inches apart."
0: And the last time they were 6 inches apart like that or really close, she brought up her cat. She kept saying, and you I think posted this, Ray. It's like her her cat, right? She was ta- talking about her cat, like her actual cat, okay?
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he he brought it up again he's like
0: oh are you mentioning your cat because she kept saying its name
2: yes and she keeps saying she keeps saying her her cat's dad to calm her down
1: well actually girls it was bora who mentioned her cat this time because he he had her like um kind of pinned between himself and the wall and he's like you never told me about your the translation said kitty cat and so she was kind of like, "What?" And but the way he was saying it, like he was so like this man's blood all went to a certain region, so he needed to just say like the first thing that came to mind. So Dumon is now her safe word and his safe word. Oh my god, <laughs> bro! I, I think I'm the perfect of the of this group. <laughs> oh no!
2: Bro, I thought <laughs> I thought Dumon was a euphemism for something else.
1: Same. Wait, yeah. no, Dumont is her actual cat. No, know.
2: we know, but we know, never mind. But...
1: Just in the situations that she says it,
2: she's trying, she, she when she's trying to calm her Dumont.
1: <laughs> oh
2: my god.
1: Okay, I get it. I, okay, I retract what I said. I am not the biggest pervert of this group. You're just obsessed with feet. Um, so they go back to Tuche and Rizgaard,
0: they're trying to think of a plan and they did they go back in the garden and talk again or did they try to make the plan where um where the dancing instructor comes and
1: Bora Bay and they they do okay. another couple exercise it was the, the yin and yang where they're yes. laying on top of like they're laying on each other
2: and that's basically where they're like as she's explaining the whole exercise Ruzgar is already trying to take off because he's the biggest pervert of the fandom
0: yes Ruzgar is the biggest pervert of the fandom
1: then that's when they go into like this laying down position with each other and they're having to look deeply into each other's eyes and their face and Bora asks her so about I think about like Dumon or something like that and Ada mentions that Dumon had beautiful eyes and then Bora tells her so do you and he just says it without even thinking and Ada get, like her grin is so big it goes like to her eyes and it she's just so happy
2: I died during that part just because I am obsessed with her eyes. Like, if you see me on Twitter, I'm obsessed with her beauty. Like, I think she's, like, one of the most beautiful actresses out there in Turkey. And just, she finally is getting, like, the words of affirmation that she, she deserves, and it's such an amazing thing. Also, no one is, like, ever tells her this stuff. She just feels so loved right now. Like, finally, someone is giving her, like, all the attention that she deserves.
0: I was like, she kind of feels weird about it to her. Like, it's a new feeling for her because she never, like you said, never has gotten treated this way. <laughs> never by Ruzgaard, especially. So she's trying to, like, work through those emotions as well as, like, the already emotions of trying to be, you know, stand on her own two feet kind of thing.
2: Honestly, that was my one of my favorite scenes. But then we, of course, Ruzgaard comes in where he's like, hey, we need to send a picture to Jalal Bey because they are pretending they are on their honeymoon. And she's just like, genius, how how are we going to take a picture? We don't have any of our phones. He's like, oh, there's a cameraman here. Genius. How are you going to send him this picture? He's like, okay, at least I'm trying to find a solution. She's like, no, you're not. Like, this is none of these are solutions. And Ada's just like, we'll figure it out on our way back. And then they are going to their next night together, where they're both thinking about their time together while laying in bed next to each other. It's the cutest thing in the world.
1: And then she tells him because he's like, Okay, go to sleep, Ada. Cause they were like looking at a spot on the ceiling. And they have this moment where their noses are almost touching and they're just gazing at each other. And Bora's like, no, no, just go to sleep, go to sleep. And she just like turns to look at him and she tells him, I get you lar in like the most like in in a whisper. And it just sounds so cute. And Bora looks at her and he's just again he is completely captivated by her and he just like takes a deep sigh and then he tells her good night and it's like he was already gone and this trip has just made him even more gone for her
2: yes like this trip actually worked for him it wasn't a ponzi scheme for him it was very successful for him he actually owes the lady money she should she'll be invited to the wedding she's the the one who brought edward together and then we actually go to the third session where they have to tell each other secrets. And Ada wants to tell him uh, his actual secret. And Boro tells her a secret where he if he eats a lot before bed, he gets nightmares. And That's like
0: the
1: only secret he could have think of at that moment.
2: I know. I think I was like, bro.
1: What do you girls think? Do you think that if he would have opened up and been more vulnerable and it was like a more it was more of a deeper secret? Do you think Ada would have told him? I just think it wasn't the time and place like I think he
0: does want to tell her about his past. And that's what we're really hoping for. But I I just think it wasn't the moment like I know like what I just said was like, that's all you could think of. But maybe in just the moment he he was just thinking too fast. And he's like, maybe this is not the place to tell somebody I have feelings for.
2: I just think he's not gonna admit to tell her his past until he admits to himself about his feelings for her.
0: But then Otta it shows that Otta is confessing about her marriage. And literally when I saw this, I said, wait a minute, this is a dizzy. That's a dream.
1: And- well, this is why you this is why I'm dumb. Because when <laughs> I was already ready to cry at work, okay. I'm in my cubicle and I'm like, it's happening. It's happening. She's doing it. This is working. This con artist got it to happen. And it took everything out of me to not scream out loud. So I had to scream on a Twitter post. So, apologies to anybody who saw me going crazy when this scene happened.
2: I was like, oh my God, is this really happening right now? Is she really saying it? Then, just like based off his facial reaction, I was like, nope, this is a dream. Of course. Why would I expect anything more? This is too early. This is like such a, this show is a very slow burn. And it's making it hard because SCK, I think I picked up at like episode five or six, but this one I've been like, watch, I haven't been watching it since the beginning. I picked it up at like episode three or four. But it's such a slow burn and I hate watching it week to week. I just want it up all of it right now.
1: But the scenes, though, like those, the intimate scenes between Adbor are so well done. They're so hot. It's, it, I'm telling you, it's just one of the most intimate scenes that I've seen in a Dizzy. And I think they do slow burn the way a person who loves slow burn wants to see it.
2: Yes, I agree. Because you're really just like watching them fall in love with each other. And it's really, and it's just really amazing to see.
1: So then we
0: go into the dance instructor, correct?
2: Wait, wait. I needed to mention something. So one of the things actually Ada tells him that her secret is instead of the dream that we wanted is she tells him how she lost her cat, but it was her fault and her mistake. But really, like I felt like that was like she was telling him her secret, but just instead of instead of Rosegar, it's actually the cat. Wait.
1: So is Dumon really alive then?
2: Well, I don't know about Duman, but I just think just the way she was saying it in that scene. Does she even have a cat in the beginning of the show?
1: Yeah, in episode one, she has a cat. But I just thought it was, like, the street cat and she takes care of it. So I was confused. I was like, okay, maybe it really is her cat. So when she was telling him the story about how she left the window open and Dumon saw a bird and chased it out, he, like, you know, he fell out of the... Oh, that's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, no, no. Keep that. So when, uh, um, get serious. that It's that chocolate cake. I'm telling you, it's that chocolate cake. Okay. When, I love this. When Dumon, um, she opened the window and Dumon jumped out the window to get the bird. Um, and so she was telling him that. And I, I do see what Ray is saying. Like she was subtly relating it back to her marriage secret and how it's her fault and it's her mistake. And Bora's just so enamored by her that he's leaning into her and not even realizing it, and he was about to kiss her because they're sl- they're slowly like leaning towards each other, and that therapist lady ruins it. Just-
0: I think this tr- retreat did like after seeing their sessions. I think it made Borah realize more again that how much he does have feelings for Otta. I think. Like you said, he does deserve to pay the, the little lady, the con lady, as well as invite them to the wedding because he's realizing it more and more how much feelings he does have for her.
2: Yes, exactly. And I think this this session was a scam for everyone else, but but Borah. So, um, Ali, do you want to talk about the fake fighting?
0: So they have to find figure out a way for Bora to get his phone so he can call reinforcements basically to expose the lady. So they realize if they fight and make up this like story that he needs to leave to get a suit or something like that for the, the dance that they were going to have. So they basically start fighting in the middle of like the courtyard about a lot of stuff like about dancing and then about how. He doesn't want to get married. It was just like jumbleish. It was so rom com dizzy, you know. Just like add, just probably. I bet you that it was improvised by them because they did such a good job. I was actually really laughing. And then when Bora was like dancing, like that was just a meme in itself, and I definitely went through um, the TL. Everybody loved that. But then they finally made the conclusion. The therapist was like, "Okay, you can go get a suit. You know, you can leave to get a suit. You know, so you can look your best for your future wife or something to that effect." That's how I kind of got it as.
2: Yes. And so then he goes and gets his suit and he calls and he calls uh, his dad, Zafar, to um, grab his suit for him. And he's, Zafar is so cute. He's like, he's so happy that Bora is reaching out to him for help. He's like, oh, this is like a sign that my relationship with my son is going to get better. And I was just so happy for Zafar. And one of the things he does while he's grabbing his suit is he looks like he looks at himself in the mirror and he's like, "It's time for happy happiness." And that's that's a wedding suit, and it kind of reminded me of an now None of them thinking about it. The ring for love, bell. Time for happiness. Ring for love. I need I need a crossover between these two shows. And that's when we get to with the with the, the dance tango instructor. Th- yeah. Yes,
0: Ali. This is all you, girl. So the dancing instructor takes Ada and is dancing with her is teaching her to dance and Bora arrives back from getting his suit or tuxedo and he's jealous you can see the jealousy in his eye which by the way again another jealous moment that I love and so he decides to take Tuche to start dancing and that's when he says what did he say Ray?
2: Senorita Bonita I love this so (laughs) much I started screaming he was just he's so cute and adorable that i cannot I i kiss sometimes i just cannot handle how cute and adorable he is on screen i went nuts i still am like going nuts just because it was so cute and sorry ali go ahead i had to have a breakdown over his his no i wanted you to say
0: that and so then he's dancing with touche she's dancing with the instructor you can see a little bit of jealousy in her eyes. And then they end it kind of there. They they do a little dance, practice a little dancing.
2: But, well, the way they end it is because Bora is so jealous. He takes Tucci in the dance, goes round and round and round until he gets to the music so he can unplug it. Oh, yes. Yeah, he unplugs it. He's like, oh, it
0: got unplugged. The music's done. And then... And then it forwards to... Then it forwards to that night, I believe. Well, it flashes to how the ants and, uh, and Bora's parents are doing. Which, again, I hope RTUK find them because my appetite is ruined. And then it goes to their night. So it, like, flashes to what's going on back home. And then flashes to... <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> what was that? What? <laughs> <laughs> she either just burped or just farted.
0: No, I didn't. It was my throat, I swear. Because um, I was just thinking about, Ray, your post about Aslan right now. And it was like, I just couldn't stop laughing. It. But it's like, Aslan's coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, this man was, he, because, um, so Teza doesn't think that
0: the pudding worked. So she makes it again and adds it stronger. And obviously Aslan eats it and Um, he goes like crazy or whatever. And he's out on the balcony singing and and yelling. And then Bora's, Bora parents come out and, um, the other aunt comes out and they're like, what are you, what are you doing? And, and that's when Ray's tweet popped into my mind was like, Aslan's coming. And I just started laughing. Um, and then it goes flash forwards to what's happening at the retreat.
2: So we're starting at night and Bora and Ada are getting ready like the boss couple they are. And they're looking wonderful. And a little bit that scene reminded me of a scene where um they are getting ready in Kira's mes- 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 where both girls are wearing red dresses and both guys are wearing formal wear. And it just, it gave me that same spark of anticipation and I love it. And we go to them dancing and Bora says, he's like, oh, you learned the move so quickly. You must have had a very good teacher. he says that like with such disdain in his voice because he's so obviously jealous. And Ada's getting a little jealous herself. She's like, oh, you had a strong teacher yourself. And she also says that with like, you know, her Ada Ada voice where she's getting very annoyed. And Ada's like, please don't step on my foot. I don't want to hurt myself. And Bora's like, you hurt your own self. He's like, I don't need to step on your foot to do that. And she's like, "How do I hurt myself?" And he's like, "I just see what I see." Ada concludes that he's talking about love, and she's like, basically what she says. She's like, "I believe because I believe in love, I hurt myself." And and Bora's like, "This is not the time to talk about it." And I just I feel like that piece of dialogue was so I don't know so critical because it just I feel like Bora is starting to understand Ada's past more without without her actually talking about it. Like he can tell that she has been hurt before.
0: Well, while they're getting also jealous of one another, another person.
2: Wow. What the heck did I just? Person. <laughs> person.
0: English. English. Yog. English. <laughs> English. joke. Let me say that again. <laughs> While they're getting jealous of one another, another person is getting jealous, and that person is guard the skunk. He is dancing with Tuche. He's not even paying attention to Tuche. He's looking directly at Ada dancing with Bora, and you could see it on his face that he's like really invested in them. And that brings me to a TikTok I saw this week. Um, her name is at Tinks, so it's T I N X. If you want to check her out, um, she says. Men always come back or their lives get worse. And it made me realize like Rusgard is realizing that Ada and Bora have a thing and he's getting jealous over her. And again, like that quote says, he's going to come back or he's going to have a worse life moving forward.
1: And it goes back to episode one where Bora tells Ada at the hospital. He's like, oh, he's like, you got your heart broken. And he's like, oh, well, just so you know, when a woman gets their heart broken, they go through those feelings like they go through those five stages of grief while the man is just out living his life and being happy. But then you know what happens the woman gets over it and she's better because of it and she's stronger and you know what happens to the man he's miserable and he's unhappy and he just wants her back and we see it now it's happening with Rosgar and I just hope that it doesn't give in I
0: I just I really hope and I thought she isn't like based off what she said at the end of last episode and What she said to her aunt, how she wants to basically stand on her own TV and be proud of herself. But again, I just hope she doesn't have like that slither of like sliver, excuse me, sliver of hope if he tries to give it to her.
2: Yes. And I hope she doesn't basically lower her standards again in order to get back with Rosgar. So after that, we kind of the cops get called. That was my favorite
0: scene when. When Bora was like, don't freak out, the cops are here, and she freaks out, and she like grabs his face and like is hugging him. I love that scene. I thought that was so cute, because he's like, don't freak out, and then Ada proceeds to freak out.
2: That would be me. <laughs> if you tell me to don't freak out, I'm going to freak out even more. Again, that's why I'm so in love with her character, because I see myself so much in her. Um, so the cops get called, the lady gets arrested, and we cut to the office the next day. Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. sorry. Can I just cut in? Because this is my favorite scene uh, throughout the whole episode. Um, it's a very small clip, and it's when the cop is telling Bora, he goes, you know, thank you so much, Bora Big. We've been trying to track down these con artists for some time now. And Ada just looks at Bora and she just starts clapping and she's looking at him like a proud wife. And when the cops leave and they take the con therapist and her team, Ada and Bora have this beautiful moment. And I, I think it's very small, but to me, it meant a lot. And it was when Ada leans in. As she whispers to him, "Congratulations!" and then Bora leans in towards her, and he tells her to them. and they just stare at each other, and they're just both smiling. and it, I just thought it was beautiful. That was my favorite scene throughout the whole episode
2: because it was it was so cute. They were just like, "That's the future." Like I love how kind of already in these first five or six episodes, Bora walks in and he sees Ada writing. And just like, I can see that in their future where he gets home after a long day of work and he sees her writing. And just like, I I love these moments so much. Like these two cute moments they share between themselves, even when there's people around. So after that, like we cut to the next day. And basically what comes out of that day is Jalal Bey is still on on the hunt for the writer of the piece. We have Ali offering Selene a job because he wants the love of his life in front of him always. And an important scene that came out is Borabe tells Ada that Selene needs to tell Ali the truth because the longer she waits, the, the harder it is going to tell the truth.
1: And but- Ada had
0: like a sense of guilt, I think, in that moment.
1: Yeah, because Bora tells her, he says, Ali's a really good person, and so is Salim, as far as I know. And she needs to tell him before it's too late and before he gets upset with her. And then Ada's like, well, you know, like, she's questioning it, like, upset. And he's like, well, and that's when he tells her, he's like, well, wouldn't you be upset? And Bora and Ada just are staring at each other. And in that moment, I'm like, Bora knows. Bora knows that Ada and Rusgar either had a relationship or are, are currently in a relationship and he's giving her like he's waiting for her to be honest with him like he's giving her the benefit of the doubt but he knows that she's keeping the secret and he knows that it has to do with Ruzgar.
2: yeah i would say i would agree with that and i think that like he knows obviously she's hiding something just like with the way he she acts and it's just like i don't yeah i don't want to repeat like but it's everything you said marnie that he just he's giving her time before he's going to get fed up. And that's when I think the real drama going to begin.
1: Like what I took from it. Is like what I took as the underlying meaning of what he was telling her was. If you tell me now, I'll try to understand you. But if you keep lying and making excuses, it might be too late.
2: Yeah. And then what happens after that? It's it even worse when Jalal Day shows up. Where this,
1: he... this man is more obsessed with Ada than we are.
2: Honestly and he shows up he's like, kind of creepy. It. it really is creepy and he's just so insistent of calling them and wanting their really wanting updates on their relationship like more more to the extent of his job. Um, well that's sh- where we
0: end it because he's at the office and he says Ada and of course Bora Bay is standing right next to them and she it just leaves us at a cliffhanger for next week.
1: That leads us to the fragment that came out for episode 7 and in the fragment celine tells ada that she's going to tell ali that she's been married in the past even though it's a complete lie and ada's like well why would you why would you tell him she's like and then celine tells her well for you and i feel like ada's just going to be really guilty about that she's not going to be able to like function knowing that her lie is now affecting her best friend and affecting her best friend's potential possibility of finding love and so Ada and Bora have, like, this basketball scene, which I know a lot of people are excited for because it looks like it's going to be really good. And then there's this, like, it's a voiceover of Bora Bay saying, I'm in a lie, and it's really bothering me. And then it cuts to Bora. I, I think he... We don't know exactly if he's the one who tells Ada to leave the company, or if Ada's the one who chooses to leave the company. We don't really know exactly what happens. But our friend Isha actually has this theory that she wrote. And she says that Celine is going to tell Ali that she was married and that Ali will be really hurt, which will make Bora feel really guilty because he knew about it and he never told his cousin. And so because of that, because he kept this secret from his cousin, he's going to take out his anger on Ada, um, which is going to cause her to leave the company. And then she's going to start working for this new guy, which is a, a new actor that's coming. And that's her theory. I can see it happening. Uh, but we just really don't know who's gonna who's going to decide if Art is gonna decide to leave or if Bora's gonna decide tell her to leave.
2: And honestly I kind of hope that happens because what we've gotten of jealous Bora so far I've loved and I wouldn't mind two and a half hours straight up jealous Bora with a guy that's actually hotter than Ruzgar.
0: I love a jealous man.
2: Wait, who is the new actor?
0: Who is him? who is who is him? what am i speaking tonight <laughs>
2: <English yolk. laughs> you're having
1: a stroke english yoke oh my god um it's a okay so there was a video there's a video about um the new actor that's coming in and like okay so there's a the new actor that's coming in and again our friend isha has another theory and i really love this theory so when if this happens if isha's theory happens and ada goes to work for the new guy like a new boss Isha thinks that maybe there's a possibility that Ada is going to write an article or some sort of letter, and she's going to get it. She's gonna. It's going to get published, and in that article, she's going to talk about what she thought love was because of Ruzgar, and what she love, what she knows love to be now because of Bora. And Bora's going to read it, and he's good. That's Ada's confession. And so hopefully that leads to something and he confesses to her that he loves her.
2: Yeah, and the reason that she has to write this letter is because Bora will find out the truth and he won't want to talk to her anymore. Because he um, he'll basically he will probably be finding out the truth too late. And those are two theories that I kind of hope come true and we're really excited for.
1: I'm excited too for these theories and if they happen, I will freak out especially with the way that the fragment showed episode seven was going to be it is going to be such an emotional episode and i know that we're all excited for it
2: can't wait well thank you guys so much for listening to this this episode catch our episode for ashmanthik intercom dropping sometime in this upcoming week and we love you
0: yes we love you can't wait for you guys to come by with us
2: yeah bye bye
1: i'm not a pervert and I don't have bladder problems. You <laughs> <We> like <it. laughs>